Guys, we're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. Welcome back to another episode of For Such a Time as This. I'm your host, Chelsea Snyder, and today, oh, I'm already crying. Even before we started filming, I started crying. I am here with a very, very special person. I'm here with my beautiful younger sister, Lindsay Snyder. <laughs> Thank you for being here. You are welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for letting me come on here. A little nervous, but I'm good. I'm good. It's okay. Um, oh, this one's heavy. I can already feel the heaviness. Of it this is. One. It's very heavy, and it's um, going to go back to a very dark place. Yeah. Um, something I've never really shared. I think you know some of it, but um, yeah. Very dark place, and uh, but he's so good though. How I came out of it. He's so, so good, and that's 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 what I want to share and. Uh, Hopefully help. <laughs> help others. Yeah. So. Um, gosh, the weight of this is so heavy. Just because, like, you know, obviously I grew up with you and I know. Yeah, I feel like you know majority of it. <laughs> I, I do, you know, this one's a little different. I do know majority of it. But some of it I don't. And I don't know your intimate details with God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just know the growth that he's. It's unreal. Shown. Like, that she's had. It's. It's unreal. I know. It's crazy. It's unreal. I can't. It's. I, even I can't. Every day. I'm like, oh my gosh. How am I here? Even the questions you ask me, I'm like, wait, what on what? Yeah. No, it's She'll crazy. like call me and be like, oh my god, I think I just had a God moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? It's surreal for sure. So before we start, I do want to pray. Um, and we're gonna invite him into the room. Um, okay. Whew, Lord, we come before you humbled. Thank you so much for giving us this time. Father, flow through the both of us. Your words come out, not ours. Lord, I thank you so much for my little sister and how far you've brought her. It's an honor and a privilege that we get to sit here and share the story and share how good and glorious you have been in both of our lives. Father God, I pray a hundredfold blessing over her life, Father, and I pray that whoever is the one for this story to touch, I pray that it reaches that one person, Father. Thank you for all you do for us. We love you so much. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, so let's start from the beginning. Okay. When did this journey with God start for you? So if I had to think back to when things kind of started changing, mm-hmm. obviously when we grew up, I, I knew about God. You sure. know, I knew yeah. he was there. You know, mom taught us, uh, both our parents taught us, and we went to, you know, private schools and church camps. And so, like, I always knew in the back of my mind, like, there was a God. Actually, for a while, I was, like, terrified to die because... Oh, you did have a fear of death I for did. a long time. I do remember that. Oh, like, my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Severe fear. As soon you as I learned about, like, Satan and stuff, yeah. I was terrified. Not that that's funny, but, like, I do remember well, that. Well, you know what? It's weird. Okay. And I'll get to that. Um, So, when I was nine, I was diagnosed with epilepsy mm-hmm. and had no idea... Mom saw it one night. I was sleeping in bed with her because I fell during cheerleading, I think. And I just remember her waking up and putting me in the car. And, like, our grandparents showed up. But, like, nobody told me what was going on. Did you have a seizure while you were at cheer? No, no, no. It was when um, I was asleep. Oh, oh, that's right. It wasn't your sleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we got to the hospital. Still had no idea. And mm-hmm. then the doctor came in and was like, have you ever heard of epilepsy? No what's that yeah (laughs) and they were like it's happening in your sleep so you know they ran a bunch of tests it was very new to me um I didn't feel different though because it was happening in my sleep so they gave me this book to give to my teacher and it was about kids who had epilepsy and the moment the teacher read it nobody wanted to be my friend (laughs) 
which I understand because it was Are you like serious? yeah it was like kids you know they thought it was yeah. a disease so like everybody stopped talking to me but wait so, did your teacher read it out loud yeah she yeah. read it out loud to the class yeah but I wasn't I wasn't in the room it was just to inform oh. others in case it happened what grade was this I was in third grade second grade third grade okay and it was it was for the kids to know if it right. were to ever happen in class, like what it is, what to do, right? Oh, I could see so, that. So, but you know, kids they don't understand. I didn't understand. Yeah. So they were like, ah, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to catch what you have. So the great thing about us moving all the time, mm-hmm. I said, okay, next place we move to, I'm not telling a single person, I'm not telling one person, because I'm not going through that again. <laughs> oh, yeah, you so, wanted to change your name too. I remember that you wanted like a whole yeah. different identity. So it started affecting my sleep. A, a lot, a lot. I was sleep deprived. It was occurring more at night. So I, I started to f- get into this big depression. And I was like, because I would wake up and knew I had one because I felt pain. Right. You know, like it, it hurt my soul. Right. I always knew I had one in my sleep because I would wake up and I'd be like, oh, I hurt. I hurt. It was really hard. I started knowing that I was different. I wasn't able to learn like everyone else. I wasn't picking up academics Mm -hmm. I wasn't retaining information and it was so hard because I was started failing all my classes right and so you know on top of that on top of failing um there was bullying that occurred when I was growing up so it was a lot of stuff yeah and it it made me fall into a really deep depression like a really deep depression yeah I remember that time too gosh that was like it was really bad it was really bad I can't get a job I can't drive there's cameras in my bedroom. I can't oh take gosh, a bath yeah, by myself. Have cameras in your bedroom. Yeah. I can't go into the ocean. You could take a shower. It was like it was Big scary. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. I was always being watched, and I felt like I was in this cage all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard. For sure. So when we moved again, mm-hmm. my senior year of high school was when it just hit hard. I started having them during the day. Um, there was a rule, like if you had one during the day, like you had to get sent home. So is that why you went home all the time? Yeah, because it wasn't like that in West Virginia when you had them. It was just kind of like you'd pull me out of class, and then I was new. Yeah, the second night, like we got a knock on the classroom door. I was like, Yeah. Oh, so they me. started happening during the day. Then it was, oh hey, you're not able to graduate high school, and at that point, mm-hmm. I was I was tapped. I was like, I don't even yeah. care. I don't I care. That, yeah. I don't care. Why is that though? Because you missed too many days of school. I missed too many days of school, and I couldn't pass the state test. Oh, that's right. Because it was hard for you to even retain information because it of, was, like, the brain damage yes, you had, right? right? Yeah. It was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So then I fell into this huge depression. Huge. I didn't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know who I blamed? I blamed God. Mm-hmm. And my relationship with God broke. I said the most evil things to him. I said, F you almost every single day mm-hmm. after it happened because they were so painful. So painful. I fell to the ground was foaming at the mouth yeah. it was I lost my my sight my hearing yeah. and it hurt they just hurt so bad and who did I blame I I did not like God I did not I remember you used to tell me that stuff when and I, first I said I went to church, I hated yeah. him if he truly loved me why is he putting me through this why you know and I remember you begged me you were like Lindsay like don't you want to go to heaven and I said I don't care yeah, I don't care it can't be worse than what I'm going through right now mm-hmm and so my relationship with God broke, and I I didn't want anything to do with him. I would not go to church. You uh, wouldn't. No, we used to like beg her to go to church, and you would like get really mad at me, and you're like, no, I don't. No, 
because I was sold. Really hate him. Yeah. I was sold. Yeah. I was like, no, yeah. no, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. no. I like literally have memories of you saying I hate him. I know. Like, to my face. I, was <laughs> I know. Like, oh. I know. And it's so hard to like say that out loud. Yeah. I went through several uh, neuro doctors. You did. Neurology. Yeah. I had. That was another thing that caused my depression. Was a few of them said I had pseudo seizures. And if you don't know what that is, that means pretty much fake seizures. Like yeah. I was faking it. Yeah. And it made me so mad. And I remember yeah, looking I remember at that. mom going, "Why would I fake this? Right. You see it." Yeah. How is this fake? No, definitely was not Like, fake. what do you mean? Because they all. could never catch anything on camera. camera. You did a lot of sleep studies. I did studies a lot of a sleep lot of studies, studies, testing. Yeah. It was constant, and nobody. It was like they hid every single time. Mm -hmm. So that was frustrating. It was like it didn't want to come to the light or something. Yeah, That's but you know what? Mom was like, I believe you. Mm -hmm. But she did. She oh, told I me saw that. them. They were very real. And, yeah. and, you know, they tried to get me to go to therapy and I acted like the biggest jerk in therapy because I didn't want to be there because mm -hmm. I knew I was like, I don't need therapy. I'm not faking it. They're like, you know, are you doing this for attention? Mm -hmm. Are you? And I'm like, no, no. Mm -hmm. So when we moved to Texas, I was adamant about getting brain surgery. My mm -hmm. last nerve doctor had mentioned it and I was like, brain surgery? What's that? And so, you know, mom and dad were a little hesitant about. Yeah, because you were young. You were like it. 19 when that happened. Yeah, 19, I was 20? 20. 20. As a matter of fact. Because you're of legal age and that was like the whole thing. I remember you being like fighting with mom and dad being like, well, you don't have a choice because I'm an adult. So. so the funny thing is, is that I got this surgery either tomorrow or the day after. Stop it right now. <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> I'm serious. My first surgery, yes, was either. No. It's either oh tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. I think it's the 11th, and today is the 8th, but we checked into the hospital tomorrow, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, it's been 10 years, so anyways, so wow. we get there, <laughs> we get there, I'm all hooked up, and everything's going great, and then the surgeon, best surgeon ever, said, we're pulling you off medicine. Now, I had these severe seizures on medicine, so I was kind of fearful, like, oh, gosh. Yeah. What are they going to be like without yeah. medicine, you know? Yeah. And I had probably the worst one ever. I remember that. And this was the changing moment because, and I, I've only told a couple people this, when I had it that night, and bless mom's heart because she was there. I'm mm -hmm. sure it, like, terrified her. <laughs> everyone. Everyone in the family. I apologize. Um, I felt like in that moment he was calling me home. Mm -hmm. It was so severe and awful. And I just remember. I don't remember, but I remember seeing white because my hearing went out. My vision went out. That was normal. And usually when my vision goes out, it was black. And this I was white. You told me the story, yeah. And I was like, kind of like my chest felt like I was lifting up a little bit. And I was just like, oh, gosh, this is it. Finally, 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 my time is up. Thank goodness. And I just remember I, I don't I didn't see it, but I felt someone put their sh hands on my shoulders and push me down. And I woke up and I serious? had. Oh, yeah. I had a um, suction cup or a suction tube in my mouth because I was like foaming really bad. Yeah. And that She's night. I cried in mom's arms saying how, why am I still here? I do remember this. Why am I still here? I said, I want to die. I don't want to be here anymore. I mean, this life is just not ideal. Like, I can't 
function? Why am I here? And I cried in her arms all night because I didn't want to be here. I wasn't happy. I wasn't me. I mean, I had a lot of stuff going on. I was really upset. I was in a dark place. I couldn't live my life. I couldn't do anything. Anything. And my, you know, mom was like, I know, I know, and just held me. And I just sobbed. And I said, I, I don't want to be here anymore. That was my time. Why am I still here? And I was 20. <laughs> and so kind of fast forward, the three brain surgeries worked. You know, the they next did. day, they, Jesus, hallelujah. Um, they absolutely did. opened up my skull and removed a part of my brain, which was very obviously dangerous. And because um, you mustn't even qualify for the surgery no. either. Like there was because so it was much really, really close to my speech and yeah. my um, I think it was my speech. Yeah, it was really close to my speech. So um, walked out of there, had no hair. They mm -hmm. shaved me. I had a bunch of stitches, mm -hmm. staples everywhere. Yeah. Um, You're a warrior lens. But I you know what? You. When I got home, I felt different. I felt empowered and I was supposed to be on bed rest for a while. Mm -hmm. And I remember this we went to the mall and i secretly applied for my first job she did secretly she was so oh my gosh i remember this you yep. were so happy and so different she secretly left we went to the and mall went and got a job we and went didn't to the tell mall, any of us and mom was so upset because she was like you're supposed to be on bed rest but the well thing you were is, so happy to like finally be able to get a job i know yeah. because i didn't feel like i needed bed rest anymore right i was like you'd been resting for wow that's crazy and i got hired and it was the mm -hmm. best job ever and you know, then I, but I still felt alone because you yeah. were in college yeah. and Shaylee was at school. Our other sister was still in school and like dad was at work and everybody had moved on with their lives I like, and I was yeah. still trapped in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And so that's when, you know, we got my dog Boo and she really brought light to my life oh, because mm -hmm. I feel like everybody in my life was so saddened for me. Mm. because they were like oh we feel sorry for you we feel sorry for you and this wow. dog was just like a happy dog and which made me that happy dog loves you <laughs> they're like the dynamic duo so you know after we move I made the big decision to um apply for Ohio University you did because I had gotten kicked out of community college twice well you had a lot going on and like before my surgery yeah, <laughs> And so that, I was like, I'm healed. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to apply for a university. I don't think I'm going to get in. But and sure enough, you did. got in. And that was also a big step was I was moving away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mom and dad were terrified. They were like, I think we all were. Oh, my gosh. You know, because you've never been by yourself. You just started driving at that point. You were yeah. like, what, 22? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I, I got we yep, I got my license. Worried. I got my car. So like big stuff happening. But you know mm -hmm. what I didn't do? And I still didn't praise God. I wasn't there because I was like, what if this is a cruel joke? Like, what if this is fake? Like, what if they come back? What mm -hmm. if, what if, what if, what if? Never once, never once said, thank you, God. Not even after my surgery, which is awful, but I didn't wow. because I thought, mm, this is too good to be true. No. Mm -mm. So after that, I moved to Florida mm -hmm. and buy my first house. You did buy your first house. When I was... Uh, you bought your first house before I did even. I'm yep. the older sister. Yep. I remember that. I sat there. I was like, okay, I need to get my life together. 2018, I bought my first house. And still, still didn't. Didn't, thank God. Mm -hmm. Not once. Didn't. And, um, you know, that's hard. I mean, I do now, but still. After all the stuff, still. No. Mm. And, but here was the thing is that, like, there was stuff happening for me, but there was a lot of stuff... That was also 
bad happening. Mm-hmm. As Well, you know, it's life, but there was one thing that I wanted, not to be alone anymore. Mm-hmm. That's all I ever said. Mm-hmm. I'm always alone. I've always felt alone, 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 yeah, alone, yeah. alone. Yeah. I'm going through this alone, 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 alone. And um, then COVID came. Mm-hmm. I put my house up for sale. And I uh, moved into this help. I helped build my new home, new build home, mm-hmm. got to help design it. It was a cool experience. Yep. Moved in. I got a new car. No recognition to God. It was me. I did it. It was mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I did it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anybody else. It was me. So then I encounter someone who kind of valued not God. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wait, like a person? They had kind of satanic views a little bit. Oh. A little wait, bit. What? But I didn't know that at the time. Okay. So all they kept saying was, you know, I have a bunch of money. I have this. I have a great career. Like, you can do it, too, if you just say these what? things. But I knew in my heart it was wrong. Uh-huh. I didn't even say them. Like, new age stuff? Yeah. No Didn't even way. say them. I took them home and I stared at it. Like a spell? Kind of, <gasps> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But in my soul, it didn't sit right. I was oh. like... Oh, you like had a conviction. A little bit, yeah. Mm. So I was sitting there and I was like, well, I want to be like them. You know, they have a bunch of money. They have, um, you know, a significant other. Wow. They have nice cars. They have right. all this nice stuff. Like, I want that. Hmm. I couldn't do it, though. Like something like stopped you? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I ripped it up and threw it away. And that night, I laid there, and the thought of baptism came to my head. What? Yeah. Like water baptism? Like, yeah, yeah. Like forgot? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere, just, it just popped into my head, and I was like, okay, that's weird. Baptism. And we got baptized when we were, like, kids. Yeah. Like, little kids. Yeah. But, like, I don't really like remember eight. it. Yeah. So... Well, that's crazy. It was like mm, two totally. Yeah. It's like one thing tried to come in and something was like, absolutely not. But what I realized is that like, I I was slowly, like slowly but surely, like just getting to like the lowest point. Mm. And I felt like, you know, when baptism kind of came into my head, I Mm. was like, kind of brushed it off. Right. And so I kept going on, you know, dates and stuff. And I think there was one, one date that was just the worst date of my life it was the worst date to date <laughs> and i laid... i'm like anticipating this i'm like what it was just i don't bad. know this story no it was think. just bad okay like after the date i think i sat in my car and i laughed because <laughs> it was so mind-blowing how awful it went but when what? i got back to my house mm-hmm. i literally cried oh wow i cried because i was like why is it? I was so blind to all the blessings that I've been given because I wanted a significant other. Sure. I think we've all. I didn't care. Do that. I didn't I care that, still, that I had honestly. a house and mm-hmm. a car and a nice job. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I wanted this. And, you know, who did I blame? God. Well, mm-hmm. you bruised me. Nobody wants to be with me because you made me go through this. Wow. That was my mindset. Hmm. And. It, it was hard, you know, and I laid there after that date. I'll never forget this. I laid there for hours and just sobbed. 
just sobbed. And I don't cry. And you know that. No, you never cry. I do now, I'll though. I was like, which is hilarious because you now. cry all the time now. It's so <laughs> I do bizarre. now. Like, even as a family, we make fun of her because we're like, like, you never shed a tear. Even at funerals, you didn't cry. You were yes, so hard exterior. Barely. You never so, cried. You cry all the time now. I know. So I laid there and I just, like, sobbed. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. I, I was so oblivious, you know? Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was just blame God. That's all I wanted to do. It was a quick answer. It's easy to blame God, for sure. And then I rolled over after I cried, you know. (laughs) Mom was like, you need to get out of the house. Go Mm -hmm. get a coffee. And I did because it was like eight hours that I was crying in the dark. Mm. And so. (laughs) We've all been there. I, I came back home and I rolled over and I started looking up baptisms near me again. And it was the second time. Mm-hmm. And kind of brushed it off. And then it was like every single week I started looking up baptisms. And I kept sitting there going, huh. why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, why am I looking up baptisms Like that for? prompting kept coming up? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so interesting. So then I was like, I need a break. I'm going to go visit my sister in Tampa. Oh, this is when you came and saw me. Okay. I'm going to go visit my sister in Tampa. And we went to dinner. And I asked you about baptisms. I said, you know, something's been on my mind. I feel it mm-hmm. on my heart. Mm-hmm. Baptism. Baptism. And instantly you were like, boom. Oh, I just knew the second you said it. We're getting my, you baptized. Yeah, my spirit just lit up like crazy. Because I let you talk for a minute because you know how I get. I'm like, okay, let me just like ruminate on this for a minute. And the more you were talking about it, the more urgent it became. And I remember I looked at you and I'm like, hey, like, if you want to do that while you're here, I can make that happen. And I was a little, I was still unsure about it. And you said that you're like, oh, I'll give you a couple days. Like, we'll see. Like, you were unsure, but I I knew in my spirit. It was so urgent. Remember, I was taking a shower and then I came out and it was like nine o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And you were like, you're scheduled to be baptized tomorrow Mm -hmm. morning. And You had a dream first too, didn't you? No, I had it that night. Oh, that's after right. After you okay. told me. That's right. So after you told me that I was getting baptized. Mm-hmm. I oh, was yeah, because like, I had to call in, like, a bunch of favors. I remember <laughs> sitting there being like, God, if this is your will. Because yeah. we had to do it in, like, two days. Because you know. only came for the weekend. I know. I'm like, if this is your will, like, you will find somebody at church that is available to baptize her. Yeah. And I remember saying, so I'm like, if you don't, then it's not your will. It's not your timing. But I know this is so urgent for mm-hmm. you to do this. Mm-hmm. So after you told me it was confirmed had a dream that night Mm -hmm. like I won't go into detail about it but basically it was you have two choices to make Mm -hmm. you can either stay back where you are in this darkness in this hatred in this anger Mm -hmm. in this everything or you can go to the light and Mm -hmm. the end of the dream was literally me opening a door and seeing my family there but it never showed if I walked through it Mm -hmm. so it was up to me do I go through with this or do I stay where I've been. Which is so nuts because you told me the next day and the second you started talking about the dream, I was like, oh, that was a God dream. Yeah. Like, you have to do that. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah. Because you've never had a dream like that before, oh, have no, you? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Oh, my no. gosh. So, you know, I get baptized and it was like... That was a good day. 80 tons. As soon as he brought me up from that water, like 80 tons of weight lifted up. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And let me start by saying I had really bad, obviously, you know, I was depressed back then, but I had really bad anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, all of it. And ever since I got baptized, Mm -hmm. I I still get a little anxious, 
but I had anxiety that my seizures were going to come back Mm -hmm. for like years. It was like a constant fear of mine. Mm -hmm. And after I got baptized, thoughts never came in my head. Wow. Not once. Wow. It's been 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I just got baptized a year ago this past March. I'm like a proud parent. I'm like, yep. ah, (laughs) Yep. And I couldn't have done it without you. No, no, no. He gets all the glory for that. I just, it blesses me that, you know, I'm going to start crying. I can't talk about it. After that, I, I just felt new. Like I was like, I felt lighter. I felt happier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I'm going to start changing. You know, I'm going to start changing. I'm going to start reading my Bible. I'm going to start really building this relationship with God. And then a week went by and I met my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, ugh. Do I want to do this? Like, I've come so far. Do I really want to do this? You did, though. You did. I was like, is this a setup? <laughs> like, is this? I don't know. And I knew maybe, like, third day that we were talking to each other because we were long distance. Mm-hmm. And I told him my testimony, which is what I'm saying right now. He flat out just started telling me his. And that's how I knew because I've only told one other male and Mm. they got super uncomfortable, which I understand, but they were like, Ooh, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You just like, that's really uncomfortable for me. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Next. (laughs) That was a blessing in disguise. I was like, Oh, that wall went back up. Like, okay, don't tell anyone. Don't ever tell anyone again. And as soon as I told Matt, he, uh, my boyfriend, Matt, Mm. he instantly started telling me about him. Mm-hmm. And we, like, just built that bond mm-hmm. of sharing our God stories. And I was just like, oh, like, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is him. Mm-hmm. This is him. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told you earlier, I never cry. And I kid you not, every time he hugs me just, like, a little bit longer, cry. When he tells me how much I mean to him, cry. And I, like, told him flat out, I'm like, oh, I never cry. And he's probably like, oh, you don't? (laughs) When he tells me I'm beautiful, I can't help it. Mm -hmm. I look at him, and I just start crying. But it's, like, tears of joy. Mm -hmm. And I cry around him all the time, and it's like, I can't help it. But it's, I'm so happy that, you know, I, I found someone. And obviously, I wanted to say, after I got baptized, anything that happened, first thing I said was, thank you, God. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. I know that was you. Yeah, but you guys complement each other really well. I think personality-wise, you guys are very, very similar. Even with Matt, it, like, it overflows. Because even Matt goes to church with you now, and he Mm -hmm. talks about God more. Like, God just overflows. Every day I wake up, the first thing I say is, thank you, God, for letting me see another day. Amen. What are we going to do today? Amen. Every day, as soon as I open my eyes, first words out of my mouth are, thank you, Lord, for letting me see another day. Praise Jesus. What are we going to do today? And I feel like... I know the reason why I'm here is because my job, I work with, uh, I work in behavior Mm -hmm. and I I feel like I just, I have such a knack for it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can relate in some ways, Absolutely, you know, and it it just, it's just, it's my calling. Mm -hmm. I feel like I really relate to the kids, mm-hmm. you know, and the crazy thing is, is that I don't tell people about my past and like I have parents and teachers and mm-hmm. say, gosh, you just connect so well with them. Mm-hmm. Like, you just connect. 
And I just say, thank you. Thank you. I just, I really love my job. Yeah. I really love my job. But I do, like, secretly. Absolutely. I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Because you understand everything that they're going through. You know, and those changes and kind of being, you know, different than everyone mm-hmm. else. And it's like, inside, I, I absolutely know what you're going through. Yeah. I know, you know, but I don't physically say it. And it's not that I'm ashamed of my past. Sure. It's just not something that I like publicly say all yeah. the time. Like and here I we are like publicly sharing. I know. For everybody. I know. I know. In the name of Jesus. Like that's incredible. <sighs> Let me ask you this. What would you say to people that are maybe iffy about God? If he exists, if they want to have a relationship with him, like if you had to talk to somebody right now that felt how you felt back then, what would you tell them? With where you I are would now? say, hold on, keep trying. Like, don't, don't, because I, I went several years without knowing him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now that I have a relationship with God, I have never been happier. I have never been more positive. I wake up every day and like, even going through all of that, I love going to work because I've never been able to go to work. I love living by myself because I've never been able to live by myself. I appreciate all the small things in life now because of where I was. And it really helped shape me to who I am. I'm very positive. I'm very um, outgoing and kind. And I appreciate the little things that I never appreciated before. And I love waking up every day. And I thank God every single day that I open my eyes where if you would have said that 10 years ago, absolutely not. I begged for him opposite. And, you know, I I don't want to say I'm ashamed of it, but I, I, I don't like going to this dark place because it's like, who was that? Mm-hmm. That was not me. That was not me. He made you new. And I, I forget about it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, to be honest, it's like a fever dream. Mm-hmm. Like, I sit there and I'm like, did I really feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> like, is that real life? Was that even a thing? Yeah. Well, it's like, like it, it says in scripture, like, when he makes you new, he washes you white. Mm-hmm. And all of your past, he throws into the middle of the ocean. And it's yeah. forgotten about because you're forgiven. And it's like, you don't even remember those times. Yeah. Because when the Holy Spirit lives in you, you're a totally different person. Every year when July comes around, um, you know, I'm reminded of where I am, where, where I was. And it, it just, it's crazy to see the growth mm-hmm. that I have come. Like, it's crazy. It is crazy. And it, it'll never be forgotten. As much as I want it to be forgotten, <laughs> it, it'll never be forgotten. And I, I, I want to publicly share this story to, you know, to share that even though we can be in dark places, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And your life can change. And this split second and ah, that's what I wanted to share was you know we can be at our lowest of lows but hold on because you'll be at your highest of highs if you just keep trusting the path you're on and I feel like going through that has made me so strong so strong you are even when I get like medical scares like I'm like it's okay been through worse than this like (laughs) this is nothing we got this. Yeah. God's got me. He always has. He always has. And I sit there and, you know, praise him all the time just because of all the years that I didn't. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I just, yeah, it's crazy. It 
this crazy thing back on, you know? It's just like how far I've come. And I'm just so happy. I'm just, I couldn't ask for a better life. I couldn't, couldn't ask for a better life. And obviously, you know, there's hardships. Yeah. Because it's life. Yeah. But I handle them different. Yeah. I know that God's got me and I'll make it through. Mm -hmm. And that's how I, how I live every day. To wrap up. Um. Oh, this one's heavy. I can't even. Um, I have known you your entire life. Yes. Um, You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> Greatest sister ever. Um, and the just to see him work in your life uh -huh. is such a blessing. Like it really, truly is. Like I'm in awe of the miracle that you are because I've been there. <laughs> I've seen all the things that you've been through. I've seen and I've been there and I've heard everything that you've been through. And I'm telling you the days I get those calls or texts from you with scripture or, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I had a God moment today. It blesses me immensely. It blesses me so much how far he's brought you and how much you're still growing in him and your hunger and like you're so on fire for him. And there was times where I couldn't even talk to you about God. Like, he's just so good. He's, he's so yeah, good. Definitely shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do want to speak over you. Um, I pray that he continues to fill you because I know that he has great things for you and that you're here for a reason still. Oh, yeah. And I pray that he I continues to send you out and use you for his kingdom. And I pray that you continue to be a blessing to others and you continue to share this story because it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And I thank him for this moment. Every day I've been waiting for this moment right here. That I get to look at my little baby sister. Yeah. And she's healthy and she's healed. And she's sharing her testimony. She has a beautiful life. And I give him all the glory and all the praise. Mm -hmm. Like such a miracle. You're such a miracle. It's incredible. <laughs> Um, but thank you for being on here. Thank you. And sharing this story. Thank you. I'm glad I could finally do it. Um, I've been wanting to do it. It's been, you know, I've been rehearsing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I think I went completely off script, but it's okay. No, he flows. We let him flow. You know, I've been. And we give him all the praise and glory. Yeah. Um, but thank you for being here. Thank you. And we'll thank have you, you back because uh, your testimony never ends. <sighs> we know. Your testimony know. goes on until you it die. Does. It does. It so does. It really when does. When we get an update on something else that's going to happen, um, we're going to bring you back. And we're going to hear that all about it. That sounds good. Thank you for being here. I love you. Thank you. I love you too.